Damn. <laughs> I'm, I'm figuring, I'm let's figure out how awkward we're gonna answer this one. <clears throat> this one I didn't even do anything. I'm like I think I think I was just like sitting there, you know, people was like, Oh, is it is it lagging? Is it working? What's happening? Yeah, I I couldn't hear anything for a second. I was like what's going on? So dude uh, there you go. I Yes, we're matching. Let's see, let's see. I I mean the, 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 the what I can definitely see right off the bat is that my the video is like really good. Yeah. Like usually it's just crap. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say oh, well. it's more superior than Android. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I mean I, I never well, there was a time that I would say otherwise. No, I agree. Well no. It's um as as soon as I bought my iPhone ten um, which I use as a testing device for stuff. <laughs> um, and as soon as I held that thing in my hands, I was like, yeah, that's fucking, it's, it's quality, you know? Like, yeah. it's like, oh, that's why those idiots pay a thousand five hundred bucks for an iPhone. <laughs> Every year. No, no. I feel the hype. I understand the hype. Makes sense. Um, but yeah. I'm gonna be eating some stuff while we talk. I don't know. That's fine. I mean, I've got I've got some chocolate here as well. I was gonna dig in. No, no, it's that I don't know. Um, it's like ever since I moved here, like ten years ago. Year by year, my head is becoming more susceptible to uh, weather changes. So it's like my my head is like a huge barometer right now. Yeah. So. Bad weather. Oh, I'm sensing the storm. <laughs> you know, you're definitely getting old. If I can feel the weather in my bones, dude. Dude, if <laughs> if that was the case, I would. I I don't mind to feel the weather in my bones, but just not on that bone. Like that bone can stay out of it. Yeah. But, um, okay. No, no. Whatever. Well, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> what a fucking week. Oh, I guess weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, rad. It, it's been a strange thing um, that has happened this week. Wait, how do I mute? I just want to mute this. It, it's always a lot of things happening. There we go. I mean, there's so much lo-fi tea to share. It's insane. Well, there was one main thing that I'm sure we're going to be talking about it. today. I don't want to talk too much about it because I kind of feel like I'm. Said too much. Well, <laughs> and you know, as as you know, text chat, I could always just be like, "Oh, I got hacked." <laughs> but with <laughs> whatever I say, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to make sure I make use me. of the uh, the word allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, for fuck's sake, I don't know why I'm like struggling with this. Um, Alright, so I guess let's touch on the subject of Chilled Cat, the uh, the go. main name in Lo-Fi TV. Let's just dive right into it. Yeah, um, so as some of you may or may not have seen, um, me and, and uh, Lamar Azul went on a bit of a rampage on um, the boys. <laughs> Twitter, maybe Instagram as well if you saw it. Um, basically... We both have had very negative experiences with uh, with Sir Chilled Cat, and 
we kind of decided, I guess, well, Mike decided to just post stories to see if anyone else had had negative experiences and turns out there yeah. was there was a lot which not to sound <laughs> thingy but like i've been saying shit like this for for months for absolutely like since it happened last year i've been yeah. telling everyone that would listen that chill cat's a piece of shit allegedly um and you know then Mike comes out swinging and everyone's like, oh yes, this happened to me too. And I'm like, fuck's sake, I've been saying this for like months, yeah. like years. Yeah. Um, but long story short, there was a moment, well, well, a lot, not, uh, not a lot of people know this, but when Lo-Fi Losers began, it was Raven Rapid and it was just a collective of, of like producers that we would occasionally put out like a little mixtape on, um, on SoundCloud and it wouldn't really go any further than that yeah. it was just we'd all just come together put some tracks in and then it, that would be it you know it was nothing really there, there was nothing sinister behind it there was no intent to make it bigger than it was there was no drive to make it this huge brand or collective or whatever yeah. and then a li- probably about six months after that first time at least I got involved with them because I think I jumped on there um, their second mixtape. So the th- when they started doing the third, and I think the fourth one was when they were like, "Yeah, let's get this onto Spotify." Yeah. Um, that was when Chill Cat come- had come along, and <sighs> I don't like. I don't know the ins and outs of the behind the scenes stuff, but it very much kind of felt like he came along and just kind of pushed his own thing onto it, and was like, "Yeah, let's get it onto Spotify. Let's, you know, let's turn it into a label." Even though there was never any express announcement that this was the way that it was going but at that point you know i was relatively newish on the scene and i was like cool i want to get these tracks on spotify because you know i've made them and want people to hear them and i want i'm not a big soundcloud user i think soundcloud's a bit bit trash so you know on goes a few months um the the tracks end up going on spotify and that was a rigmarole in itself as well um and this probably was a a bit of foreshadowing um, in that they got my my artist name wrong not once, not twice, but three times. It took me going back and forth with with Mike and with um, with Chillcat like three or four times. Like they did lazy boy loops with spaces in between the words. They then decided to then change it to my real name. Oh, which that's cool. I guess would have been conf- well. So when I began producing, I did it under my real name. So I was yeah. like Aaron Richardson everywhere, which isn't really very catchy um and i just thought yeah let's make it into a bit more because i had lazy boy loops as my instagram thing i had something else as my twitter and i was like like you know it's time to just get my my brand in you know cohesive space so everybody knows um you know where to find me blah 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 so this lazy boy loops thing it was newish but not drastically so everyone knew that that was what i was going by so yeah they'd already got my name wrong like three times eventually it lined up um and yeah that that was annoying and then probably about two or three months later once all of these tracks have been released on spotify we started seeing spikes on on um, in our spotify for artists mostly of plays and stuff and at that point we didn't really think much of it um until one artist decided to kind of kick up a fuss and was like nah this ain't right and then just left mm-hmm. so there was a lot of people being like oh why did this person leave yeah um and then the the result of that was oh i was testing ads and 
this person didn't like that I was testing ads and mm-hmm. found it thingy. Um, and you know, there was kind of at that point I'd been put on like the admin team of Life by Losers, and it was very much uh, I just came along and was like, look, if you're going to start putting money into ads, you need to be a bit more transparent to everyone so they know that that's what's happening. So when there are natural yeah. spikes, exactly. everyone's aware that this is why. Yeah. <clears throat> so then, I guess a couple months later, um, we start seeing spikes on on Spotify again, except it goes beyond just plays. Yeah. It ends up being plays, follows, saves, playlist ads. Um, and I think the thing that kind of was a massive red flag for me was that this was all being done on our compilation tracks. Like, that makes no sense why someone would be putting this much into a compilation track because we're all pretty much aware that a lot of people throw just throwaway tracks onto compilations. There's no... You know, someone says, oh, we're doing a, a winter comp. Everyone would be like, oh, yeah, here's a, just a throwaway track, whatever. Yeah. And a lot of people were in that camp as well with these ones. So it just kind of felt weird that all this, these big, like, massive spikes were happening Yeah. on compilation tracks, especially when they were all being added to, like, two, three hundred playlists. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I did... I did what anyone with um, undiagnosed ADHD would do is uh, I dove deep and I looked absolutely <laughs> in every corner possible. Like I just hyper focused on trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. Um, yeah. You know, we were getting 300 and something plays each from this uh, one of Chillcat's playlists from a city in Texas called Mount Calm, which if you do a quick oh, Google, yeah. you'll find that Mount yeah. Calm has a population of 300. 300 people. So, like they were really. Really, they were really digging our foundation tracks, right? (laughs) Whole town was like going crazy there. (laughs) So that's like that was sketching itself, and then it kind of it spiraled into like a spike in followers. I think within three or four days, because I had two compilation tracks on the on their Spotify. Um, Yeah, I ended up with about nine hundred followers in the space of like three days. Oh, cool as did a lot of other people and that's when i was like okay no there's something not right here i kicked up a fuss in the group chat um chill cat didn't really care to weigh in he just said that he was being targeted which as i've said on my twitter um i find it kind of difficult to think that someone would put that level of effort into targeting not only a person but then you know 20 to 30 artists that are on this yeah. playlist that, that makes yeah. no sense to me like no one would because if you are going to be malicious towards someone on Spotify and it, it's entirely possible to do that yes it's still going to cost you money yeah but then like, again you, like you said like why would you target yeah exactly the and people you, you know, target so. as I've made quite clear on my Twitter and stuff at the time I wouldn't necessarily say that Chill Cat was a formidable label slash um persona or whatever your brand i guess yeah and i struggle to see how or why someone would would target that like like genuinely in all seriousness i don't yeah i've never seen it before you, you know you don't see people like you know chill select they've been going along for a, for a fucking long time they've got some yeah. significant numbers they're pretty big in the scene i guess that has not yeah. happened even you yourself you everyone knows who pueblo vista is exactly i've never heard you say that anything like this is happening you know if someone's going to be targeting someone with like unnatural playlist streams or you yeah. know with follows and stuff they're not going to do that 
they're not going to do that to Jill, Jill Cat. They're going to do that to no. someone that it could actually do some harm to. Exactly. Um, so somebody yeah, who I has something to lose from the whole ordeal, not just exactly. So you know, I I kicked up a fuss in this group chat. There were some people that kind of. I guess, in a way, stood by me, but then there were others that were just like, oh, you've got too much time on your hands, like, get a life. So I just was like, I bid you adieu, fucked off, and since then, you know, I've just been an advocate for saying that Chill Cat's a shithead. <laughs> and, you know, roll on today, there seems to be a lot, of, a lot of other people that are saying the same thing. They think the same thing, yeah. yeah. But, just like the, um, the lo-fi girl situation, people aren't going to care. People don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm sure me and Mike can attest that we both had a fair number of producers come to us saying, oh, yeah. I've, I've read this, I'm, I'm really concerned, like, what should I do? Mm. And then I've had also had producers that come along being like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then kind of, you can see with the things that they're saying to you that in their head, they're trying to figure out a way of justifying staying with. Yes. Like keeping their track with them, like, oh, Maybe I'll just see after he's pitched a track, or you know, maybe I'll just leave it and see how it gets on. And yeah, yeah. it's like you've made like you're coming to me saying, "What should I do?" And I'm like, "Pull it." And they're just yeah. like, "Yeah, but yeah, I don't know." Mm. I mean, obviously, he's got a contract, um, you know, a contract that says things that makes it oh, difficult yeah. for people to get out of. But, Could be, but as as we all know, contracts are. Contracts can be broken. It's nothing. Yeah. It's it's not. Well, this is this is moves on to the next step, isn't it? Like we've all kicked up a fuss now. We've all set our piece. Yeah. And, you know, it's out in the universe. It's up to him. Yeah. To then, you know, what what's his next move as a label owner for when yeah. those artists come along and say, "Yeah, I don't want my track with you anymore." Because if he's going to yeah. kick up a fuss and be like, "Well, actually, our contract says that I need this for X amount of years." Yeah. Well, then you're a piece of shit, and you're making <laughs> you're making it obvious that that's what. Yeah. You know. I think I think the best the best the best reaction that uh, Rohan uh, that that's his real name I, I don't you know call him Chill Cat I think is a little bit stupid um, yeah and any any Rohan yeah and any <laughs> Rohan can do in that in that aspect I think it's just like um, you can just tell the truth and I mean it's pretty obvious that uh, you know again allegedly. You weren't really being targeted. It's it's mm-hmm. it's really um, how should I say? It reminds me the whole uh, it's a prank, bro. Yeah. Thing, you know, like after the whole pranking on YouTube or whatever had become uh, a little bit over the top. I mean, we even see it now. Even you know, people continue now that it's been like people died over that shit because they tried yeah. to prank somebody. Uh, they you know transformed it um, to a uh, social experiment. <laughs> so Yeah, that's that's probably the worst <laughs> excuse. Yeah, exactly. So I find it I find it the, the, the direction of oh I've been I'm being targeted or oh somebody's like whatever. Um, yeah. a bit uh, you know falls into the same bucket with me like oh you've been doing pranks and then you're saying oh it's a social experiment. Because yeah. I, I don't think anybody, like you said in the beginning, I don't think that anybody would like to socially experiment with you, man. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, you're not a big deal. 
I, I yeah. mean, none of us are at the end of the day, but well, no, yeah. um, in, in the whole, you know, at that specific point in time, in the lo-fi scheme of things, uh, lo-fi losers wasn't a thing, like wasn't really a thing. I mean, I had put out a track on a compilation, I think it was like lo-fi losers four, actually. I was, yeah. I was highly intrigued by the fact that uh, I liked the, the, the art one, actually, mm -hmm. a lot. And I was, I started, this is like, it was like the first months that I, I was uh, talking to Michael uh, Lamar as well. So, you know, we were like shooting the shit and I was like, oh, fuck it, you know, maybe I'll, I'll throw it in the track. It, it looks cool. I mean, I wasn't really producing stuff either. So it was like, yeah, it's, how should I say? Lo-Fi Losers wasn't really out there. So, you know, I might as well throw a track in. Nobody's gonna, yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so it's not a big problem. Um, but yeah, so I I just found the whole thing because um, it didn't really it didn't it didn't affect me too much or okay, at all I would say, but um, I've definitely seen you know I heard about the spikes from Michael before from a couple of other guys and then it just uh, like you basically went a little bit deep with it and then the first place that I went was Chuck Metric. Uh, yeah, I think I, I'm really happy that we see more and more people starting to use it now, <laughs> uh, which is great, really. Uh, and I just went in there and I, I noticed these uh, interesting uh, deviations uh, in, in terms of playlist following and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, going from, you know, jumping like 10K overnight and shit like that, which um, for the you know to do to, to also uh talk about uh, also to be the devil's advocate chuck metric is not really um the super updated thing there has been times with me because i'm also monitoring our stuff through there mm -hmm. that you know they might miss a day or two or something however usually after a couple of days like everything is there the, the data is there because it's like it's it's uh, it's based on the the APIs yeah. of all these streaming platforms. And uh, since most of these are public, public, I mean, I'm not going to explain what an API is, I guess, if anybody's interested, <laughs> they can Google it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's just say that the uh, Spotify API has a lot more, uh, provides a lot more uh, data points than the Apple Music yeah. API. So. That's my, my two cents, basically. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't take, um, I guess, like an internet whiz to look yeah, yeah. deep into specific numbers, whether exactly. that's Spotify or whether that's Instagram. There's a lot of unnatural activity. Yeah. And, you know, that other the other website that we found that I've got all the screenshots for, um, you know, there was some massive heavy spikes on his playlists yeah. within... I think around about April, July last year, which shot yeah. up to maybe 15, 20K. But then a few months later, when Spotify did that purge of bots, yes. it's dropped straight back down. Yeah. Now, I think one thing I want, I want to say is that I know I've been very much kind of like, <laughs> you know, crusading and <laughs> um, just being like, fuck this guy. Um, but I think it's good for me to point like, I guess to kind of play there and say like, I'm not necessarily telling you what to do. I'm just yeah. providing information for you guys to judge for yourselves. Yeah. 
and as well like you know those those stats that kind of show those big spikes last year and even um, Submit Hub they come along and it's just like yeah no we're not yeah. seeing anything unnatural yeah it but might not be happening only... now and yeah, it they, might not they be only to sorry to interrupt though but for that uh, because because Submit had jumped in into that Twitter thread basically yeah. they were only uh, sharing screenshots from playlist data that covered this year or like was yeah. like 2020 and was 2021 and wasn't 2020 so yeah yeah no absolutely we were talking about completely different periods of time so yeah, yeah. but it was also i think it was relating to a screenshot that i took of this month exactly, exactly where it shows exactly, you know a, a kind of smallish bike but yeah um either way yes he, he might not be doing it now he might be he can lie until he's blue in the face that he's never botted his playlist and he's that yeah. he's not botting playlists blah 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 the thing that i'm kind of highlighting is that at some point he has and the data is very much showing that across all yeah. of these playlists across yeah. multiple platforms that yes. follow these statistics yeah that in itself is just you know he's kind of paid his way to the top it's, without it's actually quite sus. yeah yeah well it's um, how should i say again like um you know me seeing it from the higher point mm -hmm. in the sense of like i'm bigger than you fuckers let's <laughs> <laughs> fuck off for how long i don't know uh it's it's like i wouldn't say he reached up but he definitely had like some sort of like a goal uh, he wanted to reach I, I always like had the, the experience of, of uh, and I've seen it with other people as well, like, the, you know, people are trying too hard to kind of like prove themselves or whatever, especially him. Um, he just came across like, like as if he's trying to portray some sort of like person that he, he isn't. I mean, I would not call him fake, but he was trying too hard to impress mm -hmm. or something, you know? Um, and as you said before, what I also want to, um, Sorry, I'm being a bit slow today. But it's it, right. You, you've get, got the weather in your head. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's um, the reason why you know we're sitting here, we're talking, whatever. It's not that we don't we wanna we don't wanna throw shade to anyone. It's just like we like sharing facts and we like talking mm -hmm. about shit and we like you know speaking up about stuff um, because like you know as you said earlier, like nobody else really does or. Uh, or usually people are gonna, you know, brush things off after a week and it's just gonna become uh, yesterday's jam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, but fuck it. Uh, at the end of the day, I think um, our goal here, also for like, you know, for the viewers to know, is not to uh, cancel people. We're far from it. Uh, I mean, we're actively trying to cancel ourselves. Yeah. But this is not really happening. I mean, we're going, you know, five podcasts wrong. Nothing's <laughs> happening. Um, and um, this is like we try to create awareness in 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 whatever the fuck anybody wants to do. You know, like uh, we we share our personal experiences, which is mainly the whole show or the whole podcast is evolving around that yeah. basically uh, and our, our hot takes or our takes on all things and try to uh, sprinkle a dash of, of uh, advice on that stuff or like uh, you know some some 
comical stuff that might happen or anecdotal experiences, like shit like that. So, yeah, yeah. you know, Rohan, Smohan, Chill Cat, Chill Panda, whatever the fuck you want to call yourself, you know, it's okay. It's like, it's not really cool doing that kind of stuff, no. you know? Uh, I mean, I, I probably, I don't know if I shared it with you, but I've definitely spoken out about it. Like, I've done shit like that when with the, the be, long before like Pueblo Vista whatever came along I I you know back then the, the whole Spotify promotion was like more legit than fake so yeah. I had this other like profile with some dead deep house stuff and I was like you know I want to understand what what platform actually offers more stuff to yeah me. Um, I tried things like for example Soundplate which is a pretty you know legit service and mm -hmm. they don't fuck things up I try and tone down and then there's like as soon as you get into this whole like Google searching thing then you get start getting bombarded with fucking advertisements Ads. about shit <laughs> yeah and you know some of them look more professional than others so you're like hmm, I might as well try that uh, I recently did one uh, called the uh, sound campaign sound campaigns uh, because I was just like I mean, first of all, I was frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, I was like, "Fuck it, I might as well try it." You know, it's not that like I'm, I'm gonna throw like, um, and it was, and I threw it on a track with uh, that was already going well. It was a track by uh, Dokodo Sounds. Uh, it's it's in our summer compilation. It's called 500 Days," and he had already been picked up by uh, Lo-Fi Beats, I think, or was it like a Jeezy Vibes? all hail universal music you know uh, <laughs> team of experts <laughs> yeah <laughs> um allegedly and uh and and you know i, I was like you know i might throw it check check this one out for some reason yeah. see if, if, if it will add any more value in the sense of it's already like a high grossing track so you as a curator i mean we all know it's it's good for you to add popular tracks on your playlist like it, it yeah. helps the algorithm um i'm not saying that if you add the whole discography of adele for example this will you know benefit you but one more track that has like i don't know based on the chart metric uh metric has like a, a 30 to 40 popularity is not bad yeah. uh so i had a lot of people who just basically dissed the track like said, nah, it's not good for me. Like, it felt like like a more expensive submit hub, basically. Yeah, <laughs> nothing, nothing else. Uh, but yeah, you know, shit like that. There's always like I also tried like for like what I said for my previous profile. Um, I found like one of these weird professional-looking services that, uh, and this one in particular said, you know, they would provide uh, five thousand streams and uh, a hundred, a couple of hundred saves. And what else? And pitch it to playlists and stuff. Yeah. Of course, they don't pitch it to any playlist, but they can. They just bought. They bought. They send the bots to do yeah. all that stuff to you. And the funny thing is, like, it just happened like within I don't know. I would say 30, 35 minutes after purchase. It's like yeah. <laughs> I'm like okay. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. I think that's the point, isn't it? Like yeah. we've all looked at these these services and considered 
whether they are actually genuine, whether they're actually worth it. You know, like you said, there's there's ads everywhere that are, you know, shouting from the rooftops that these can provide yes. genuine streams. You know, just go to Fiverr, put in Spotify, and you can find level two sellers. That exactly, exactly. It's a lot cheaper as well. Exactly. <laughs> now, so yeah, on that, I, I would get that, you know, back then Rohan was starting out and was maybe experimenting with certain services and yeah. you know we kind of got pulled into that whether intentionally or incidentally yeah. yeah though i would have still been as pissed as i am today if he was to come clean and said yeah i did some experiments i purchased some bots i experienced i you know i wanted to see what what the options were i would be I, I guess I'd be over it by now. I'd still be annoyed, but I'd, I'd be over yeah. it. Um, and it's like, okay, yeah, you fucked up. Pissed that you took me with you. Like, <laughs> never asked for that. But, you know, learn from your mistakes. But yeah. to kind of double down that he was being targeted or, you know, I've never done this to any of my platforms or whatever he's saying now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, his apology was very specifically worded in a way that for me personally I found that it showed more guilt than no well not guilt for effectiveness but guilt that he'd been caught that yeah. you know something that he did yeah. kind of fucked up and it's now coming back to, to bite him in the arse yeah but you know I guess you live and you learn and you know like you said we, we're putting the stuff out there for other people to either learn from those mistakes or you know to be able to say oh okay this person had this bad experience um, yeah exactly because this is this is what we all should be doing anyway we should be talking with each other and and you know learning from each other's experiences rather than kind of just blindly going in yourself and and then complaining when nothing yeah, yeah. oh why didn't anyone tell me that this person was trash <laughs> you know it's yeah <laughs> i think that there needs to be more of that and i think a lot of people yeah. And this, this again goes with that whole chasing the monthly listeners thing that yeah. people see are scared to lose that um, number, lose that paycheck. Um, yes. And yes. if that's the way that you're thinking on a daily basis, then maybe getting into music really isn't the right path for you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Numbers are great, but as you can quickly learn, they come and go quicker than a stinky fart. Nice so too, you know, <laughs> you, you, can, you, can, you can be sitting on, you know, a yeah. couple of hundred thousand monthly listeners and then you get dropped by a specific playlist and then you're back to nothing. It's... Yeah, yeah. I, I would have made my pun, my punchline more sinister than that, but, um, yeah, what I, <laughs> yeah, what, what I, yeah, I mean, uh, what I was thinking is that, um, you know, there's always like a, a certain number to, uh, of days that you got left anyway. So it's yeah. not just fucking uh, there, but yeah, it's. I guess I guess we will only find out um, everyone in their own ways, probably yeah. silently as well, uh, in the next twenty years, let's say, or something like that. Where probably we're not going to be having a podcast. Maybe you know, uh, maybe um, it's going to be some. You know, my kid is going to be in his twenties and shit like that, and I'll be like, oh. I remember that Sunday morning in October 2021. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that shit with Aaron. <laughs> and then casually, 
shoot you a message like you remember you twat I was like yeah I told you so <laughs> who the fuck are you yeah no that's so, if I leave the music scene I'm probably just gonna burn every bridge I ever make anyway that's just what I do oh well <laughs> we will we, we, I think we will just uh, casually withdraw from uh, from the from the limelight yeah. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen we're just going um, to ghost producing shit for Firefly <laughs> for, yeah exactly exactly ghost produce everything yeah. yeah but at the end of the day I think it's like um, we just need to uh Basically, what we want to do is is just create more awareness and warn people of uh, bad players, basically yeah. that that might affect you negatively uh, in time because mm-hmm. the algorithm, or you know, or whatever that algorithm is doing, um, you don't really see the effects. I mean, it's machine machine learning at the end of the day. Like it's the algorithm is nothing crazy. It's like a program that's been put together to learn from the behavior yeah. or the numbers that you pull or the sources of the numbers. Like there's so many different parameters to um, what defines a popularity or the longevity of you as an artist in a platform. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. There's people who uh, like you and me who are like really nerdy, get really nerdy about it. Uh, uh, and that's where that's that's the main source of our frustration I guess and anxiety without that shit because we just get too nerdy on this stuff um, and there's also like the, the other side of the spectrum where people just don't give a fuck at all uh, yeah. however you know I mean we're doing this for the people who actually do give some sort of fuck uh, and we just want to warn people about bad players and that you shouldn't just just because a label or any label has like numbers and they can offer you something people shouldn't just blindly say yes mm-hmm. like and i see it with um sometimes people who submit stuff to me like just because pueblo is pueblo they're like oh fuck yeah let's go man like yeah yeah you know, I, I do appreciate the enthusiasm and uh, the level of trust that somebody shows me, but in the back of my mind, I would expect some sort of question, somebody asking me something. So I can yeah. be like, oh, I have this amazing piece of document here <laughs> I can send you, which by the way, I'm working on a new one now because you know why. Um, yeah. And yeah, and there's been a couple of people who actually I had accepted their tracks for the winter compilation because the winter compilation is a thing, guys. It will happen no matter what. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'll just call myself Pablo Vista. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Pablo, Pablo Vista, Vista presents Winter in Brazil. <laughs> um, anyway, and you know, there's been a couple of people like that. Uh, well, it's more than a couple that send me this stuff, and then I would tell them like. Oh, let me know if you're interested and then I can send you some more information. And I never did. <laughs> so I feel stupid, you know, hashtag worst label ever, as always. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we're, 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 uh, we're like the, the three, we're like the musketeers in a way, you know, like a mixture yeah. of musketeers and lo-fi Robin Hood or whatever the fuck. I mean, we're not lo-fi Robin Hood because we're not really robbing people money and giving them to the poor lo-fi producers because fuck you i'm gonna keep my lo-fi money i don't care yeah (laughs) 
So. <laughs> I think, yeah, um, no, you're spot on there. Like, when, when submitting stuff to labels, like, we, I've had some that have just been like, here's a track and then it's a link. And it's, it, it's almost like, look, just ask, ask questions. Like, yeah, we, yeah. we, you don't, like, you're coming in excited and that's great, but like, it'd be much better for us to understand what you are looking for if you come along with some questions as well. Exactly. So it's exactly. like, hey, you know, would love to release with you what sort of, um, you know, if, if you dig this track, what sort of thing can you help me with? Blah, yes. blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I do as much as I can to make that information readily available on our website, but I know yeah. not every, well, I 100% know that nobody reads anything um, when it no. comes to submitting stuff. <laughs> Sad, <sadly. laughs> <But> yeah, ask, <laughs> ask questions and just don't be, don't be shy about it because at the end of the day, it's your music and you want yes. the best for it, as do we. Yeah. But if yeah. we feel like we can't do anything with it, we're not just going to release it for the sake of releasing it because releasing you seem it, excited. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like, so you should be inquisitive, basically. Yeah, That's what absolutely. we're saying. You should be inquisitive, whether you're an artist or a label. I think for us, is uh, from the label perspective, because I'm pretty sure people would like to know that as well, it's more important for... Uh, me to be inquisitive as well like it's if you don't ask any questions i mean i'm gonna do my research of you you know some dude uh, calls himself you know my name is aaron richardson and um, I'm, I'm going by the nickname lazy boy loops and i'm 15 years old and i make music <laughs> Shit, here's my jam um i'm gonna fucking uh creep up on your socials and see what you do you know yeah are there any homophobic tweets from five years ago <laughs> Shit like that. <laughs> nah, uh, you know, check the numbers and see what's happening. Well, who you released with, whatever. Then I might, I, I will definitely ask because I've learned that uh, from, mm. you know, uh, I've learned. My brain is like farting today continuously. Sorry about that. Um, That's okay. I've learned the hard way basically to ask questions. And the most popular one that I would ask is like, what are your expectations? And I think I see somebody in the live, I don't know if you see the Bogart guys. Um, mm -hmm. that, you know, recently they hit me up for a release and I explained them the situation and what's happening and how it's going to go down. But, uh, you know, the way they, they presented it to me is like, oh, we spent a lot of time on this uh, album and spent a lot of money and we want to work with you and blah, blah. So when I read an email like that, I'm happy because yeah. it's not just, hey, Paul, this is my new track. Boom. That's that from somebody that you know I, I haven't worked so much in the past with and then I asked them back like so what what are your expectations like in terms of like is it streams is it money is it like to make sure that you know how much how much money did you spend on producing that record like it's I need to know because I I can tell you if I can live up to your expectations or yeah. not so <clears throat> similarly just because a label is uh, I mean unless this label and I will try to dissect that as well as, as quickly as I can. Unless that label is Chill Pop Music or Cowgirl or College Music or Chill Beats. Chill Beats. <laughs> <laughs> you cunt. Uh, or Steezy as fuck or um, Zero. Oh, uh, Bootleg Boy. You know, like people that have some credibility and 
there, really high up there. Uh, I understand not being inquisitive, even though you should be a little bit. Yeah. However, people see the big playlist or whatever, and like, oh fuck it, that's it. Bang bang, cash cash, money, that's it. Um, so, yeah. Unless it's like one of these labels or one of these entities, let's say, I would understand um, the lack of inquisition. <laughs> but um, even then, I'd say the larger the label, even more so, because it's like, look, if I put hundred dollars into yeah, this album, this is this is what I was getting at. Like, yeah. you you should you should be even more inquisitive in the sense of like, uh, and I mean, we talked about the lo-fi elevators like a lot in the sense of. Uh, you know, it's good up there. It's really oh, good, yeah. you know, pushing up those numbers and everything like that. Uh, however, unless you keep releasing with these guys, or let's say uh, two, two out of all the, two, two from them, um, then you try to release something on your own, you're going to see a massive difference. And it's not mm -hmm. just you who's going to see the massive difference. It's also the algorithm who's going to notice that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, and because there's like so much weight on Spotify and so much push on Spotify, you're gonna see, you know, the results of of that drop are gonna be more evident on that mm -hmm. platform than any other platform. Because, I mean, I do like the fact that nobody else is really sharing numbers other than the two big guys. Like, why isn't there like a Deezer for artists? Why there is. isn't there like these are for artists. Yeah. What? <laughs> There's an Amazon one. There's a Deezer one. Um, the only ones that don't is Tidal and like Napster, Pandora. They don't. No, actually, Pandora does have one, but you have you to do. be in America to use it. Um, but yeah, oh. no, Deezer does have one, but it's um, it's about as basic as Apple Music's one. I've never seen it. Well, it's called Creators. That's why. Oh. Oh. Okay, you keep talking, I'll make an account really quick. <laughs> I think you have to be a... It, it took me ages to get access to it. Um, okay. Yeah, no, it, it's it's not... I mean, if I'm going to be real, the UI is crap. Um, there's nothing you can really do from within that, especially if you're not seeing any numbers. Um, ah, you need everything to request... Is, uh, yes, you have to request oh. access. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... It I completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's not great. Um, you can see you can see whether you've had plays within. I think it's up to about about the same as Spotify, like twenty fifteen. Uh, um, but okay. there's not a lot you can do within it other than see whether you're being played or not. Um, okay, and I think too many, you can too many fields. To you can out. update your artist information through that as well. That, that's yeah. actually neat. That, that's actually neat because I came across a certain distributor who was like, oh, well, we can help you out with Deezer and update your pictures and stuff. I was like, mm, yeah, must be like some sort of way this could happen in the automatic. But yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, no, it's, I think at the end of the day, what, what I took from the whole uh, chill cat ordeal to uh, you know, because I, I, I guess it's it, it's time for the curtain call. Yeah, uh, there's no need poking a dead horse. Um, it's yesterday's jam and all that stuff. Exactly. Um, yeah. I what I understood, especially you know, because you two guys are my friends, like you and Lamar. 
uh, and Michael is that uh, I my take was that you would at least expect some sort of like apology like hey you know what I'm busted I did that I'm sorry mm-hmm. and the more eloquency was coming through from his messages the more further away yeah this was going from an actual apology you know at least like as we saw with uh cowgirl the last time with the asian compilation thing this was like a straight up fuck you <laughs> yes <laughs> you know I, i i take that but at least it was like a very straightforward answer like oh you know what fuck you i'm not we're not apologizing yeah exactly so you could have either done this you know say fuck you that's it uh you could have just you know did nothing at all just stay silent yeah but i guess if you feel like the urge of talking like you could just say you know just, just come clean man it's like nobody's going to care because at the end of the day it's like what we said in the beginning like it's it's yesterday's jam mate nobody yeah. gives a toss about that shit so oh so yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, but instead he took this kind of high horse, uh, yeah, high, high moral horse. high ground, like yeah, fucking stance of like, well, I'm not going to talk shit about you on social media. It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, right. I mean, fucking, it's not that. Man. Yeah, but there wasn't any slandering happening. It's like you were just showcasing a list of facts that were backed up by more facts. I mean, screenshots are not slander. No. Like this is what is being recorded. Is this true I, or not? We had we had receipts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like facts. It's facts. Uh, yeah. You know, you come and go say, oh, I don't know, whatever. Like, oh, like it's not somebody said came to you like we you know some private messages and stuff. Oh, look, he said the f word. He said the whatever word. But, yeah. Or he did this or he did that. Or trying to. Uh, you know, pin something on you that it's not like nobody, nobody says came up and said, "Oh, fuck this guy!" Like blah blah blah. I mean, I would understand maybe you know the amount of frustration wouldn't be that bad in the sense of like, for example, uh, Raven hasn't you know come out like that, and he was yeah. like, it was his fucking baby until you joined. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then what what I texted you the other day it seems like you know he got usurped basically. Yeah. <laughs> This is exactly what happened. Uh but yeah, I mean again like because I I do know a little bit of, of that part of the story is like you know somebody comes to you and says, "Oh, you want to know what? I'm going to help you out and you just you can just chill and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and it's fine." And you trust that other person enough. Yeah. You you be like, "Okay, you know, that's That's the thing like you can focus on that stuff and then I can focus doing whatever I'm doing which I think in in Raven's part was you know maybe uh, finding talent or shit like that or like focusing yeah. on his own music. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah. And not even him came out and said, "Oh, you know what? Fuck you and blah blah blah." He's like, "Yeah." He has been I think until now and kudos to him being very uh polite about it I think <laughs> yeah or nice about it uh, I don't know 
I don't know these Aussies, man. These Aussies are fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, like to summarize, though, like if you guys ever have plans to release with that, with with chilled cat music, then I would just look at the facts. I would talk to people, and yeah, the the stuff's there if you want to look for it. If you don't, if you just want to put your blinkers on and just soldier ahead, you do you. That's that. That's fine by me. Um, just don't be having a little cry when he fucks up your entire career. Exactly, exactly. Just be inquisitive, you know, think things through, and um, mm-hmm. that's that. I mean, me personally, I wouldn't, because I, I have to get it off my chest as well. It's like, I wouldn't work with a person that calls himself Chill Cat. It's, <laughs> I, I think- Just that stance alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the sense of like, um, I see it from the branding perspective, from the business perspective, you know, even if he, like, if he would have like, you know, numbers like chilled cow or cowgirl or whatever, I might consider it. Uh, oh, Pierce is asking, oh, sorry. Uh, no, chilled cat is, he's from Rohan, he's from India, but he resides in Australia at the moment. But uh, Raven, Raven Rapid is from Australia. He's Australian. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's like from the branding perspective. No, I wouldn't want to work. No, agreed. Just, just I mean, from that, like I think it, I think it's it's. We talked about I think the whole naming stuff and and that everything, every animal or fruit or fucking vegetable has been called something in this yep. lo-fi thing. It's like it's either lo-fi or they're chilled. Like, yep. Everybody's chilled. <laughs> No, <laughs> or lazy now. No. Apparently, no. I do not. I do not expect that. Uh, uh, accept that anymore. Like that's it. Like it was fun in the beginning, but then, you know, you're being racist to a lot of animals. Like, why isn't there a chilled bat? Why is yeah, everybody sure. going out after the bears and and the cats and the dog and, and whatever? Fuck off. <laughs> like birds. Birds are animals too. Yeah, birds like. No, matters. I think it's more like his his little comeback from, you know, once he'd fully fucked over Lo-Fi Losers and they went on hiatus at the end of last year, um, yeah, yeah. and he came back with his own label, like yeah. instantly, his logo is basically just chill beats. His 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 artwork and promo is basically yeah. just chill beat. Like he's just come come back and piggybacked on an already established brand to try and make himself yeah. look better and more yeah. it's just uh, anyway i think that's yeah. enough of that because I, I think i'm gonna yeah that's not like that's that's definitely not, gonna get me canceled. yeah we don't have to, <laughs> we're going into the cancel culture thing or whatever but, okay, it's, so, it's personal opinions again yeah um, we're not suggesting to people to do they people can do whatever the fuck you can go ahead and fucking release with whoever you want to fucking release we're just saying that you just need to be more conscious about your choices and more inquisitive uh, with the people that you work. And just because somebody has like a, a big playlist doesn't mean that um, that's the deal maker. There's a lot. There's a lot involved. Uh, you need to educate yourself. Like I think, yeah, this, this that's straight up. Um, not just ask questions, but like look into things. Like look at their artist pages. If they're a label that has a label artist page, have a look and see. You know how frequent their releases are. If they are constantly farting out compilations, have a look at their single releases or 
EP releases, how have yeah. they performed compared to the compilation exactly. releases? Look at there's a website called Is It a Good Playlist? Stick a playlist in that, and it will show you how well um, this playlist behaves. How, yes. how good the, the yes. playlist how is, how active and it is. Yes, yes. It's actually quite. It is difficult to to read into. You kind of you have to kind of understand the metrics, but basically the way that Is It a Good Playlist works is that it analyzes the artists in the playlist and looks at where that playlist is on an artist discovered on because whether you know this i don't know whether everybody is aware of that but the um, the discovered on section on your artist page works on popularity so the, yes. the first playlist is always the one that's driving the most plays to to your music yes. so if you find that a playlist with fifty thousand followers has uh, is number one on someone's discovered on and that person has only 150 monthly listeners and they've been on that playlist because it, it gives you how many days they've been on the playlist as well exactly so if they've been on the playlist for 10 days they've got 150 monthly listeners the playlist is number one and they're discovered on and the yeah. playlist has 50k followers yes that playlist is only giving like a hundred monthly listeners there's nothing to it um yeah. and one trick i've noticed a lot a couple of curators have started doing is mass updating their playlists every day or every every week so rather than just adding a track on and removing a track they'll just replace the whole playlist so it says that the playlist yeah. was updated yeah. two days ago and every single yeah. track was added two days ago yeah um and that's something that i've noticed a lot of curators have started doing to try and avoid those um websites kind of revealing the truth if we're going to say that yeah 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 it's but I, again uh you know i think this is like uh, for any potential you know mm -hmm. playlist curators on the, on the on the chat or whatever like i don't think this is definitely the way in the sense of like especially if you have like a specific amount of tracks that you will uh, update your playlist with within your update cycle for example i think yours is also like you update yours every couple of weeks right uh, i do mine every monday every month oh, oh you do the weekly thing yeah yeah i uh, know i personally do it like every uh every two weeks and it's like usually on friday night or saturday morning because i get mm -hmm. like a massive like i i get a shit ton of submissions usually over the weekend yeah and I just want to make sure that on the next updated cycle like all the stuff that i would be accepting are gonna be are gonna stay on the playlist for two weeks um, yeah instead of like oh just adding stuff on friday morning and then friday night boop, boop. yeah <laughs> which in it itself it's genius <laughs> yeah. it. it goes uh you know i'm, I'm venturing uh, i'm venturing in the low five fruit yeah just have you on for a day and <laughs> exactly um Another pro tip that I can show, um, on top of what you said with the playlist uh, popularity, mm -hmm. uh, so people that know, is what I used to check a lot in the past. And this was like a very, uh, I think it still is like a very um, eye-gouging uh, gouging, uh, evidence. Uh, the When you're on the, I think this is only available on Spotify, I guess, in, in the desktop, version of the app mm -hmm. if you go to the about section of the artist where you click and you can see their followers or whatever yeah you see the top five cities where they're yeah. trending uh when it came to payola or you know let's say suspicious playlist activity 
you would see stuff like, and I hate it. I hate to say that for my Asian fan. <laughs> you know, it's been like stuff like Singapore, Philippines, um, Vietnam. Like we all know, like there's a lot of boating or a lot of farms happen there. Yeah. And we also like when it comes to advertisements, to ads, I try to avoid advertising in these countries because even though that we, I'm pretty sure there's legitimate audience there as well. Mm -hmm. Also India, you know, was recently included in, in Spotify and stuff uh, because of all these boating farms and, you know, people, people want to make their bread. You get a lot of bad players there too. So yeah. you would usually see, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, my, on my top five now, Pueblo Vista, number one is Los Angeles, second city, it's Singapore. <laughs> but then I think it's I'll like, be guilty of having the Jakarta. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, then I have Sydney, Chicago, and Toronto. So it's not just like, uh, if you see Singapore is bad, but if you see like, if four out of five or five out of five are there, and you're not, let's say, uh, I don't know, some extremely amazing local artist, then it could it could definitely be a little bit sus. Yeah, uh, I used to I used to check this a lot, uh, and I think this was uh, very very evident a couple of years ago with um, with Chill Cow. Like Ooh. if you would get like a release on Chill Cow or, or Cowgirl. Uh, like the top top streams would come from from countries over there yeah so it was all always like very um you know interesting to see uh now it's not that's not the case anymore no. uh, so an interesting thing because again i'm sure you've heard about this as well but we're like yeah. looking into doing like playlist ads or um you know advertising and music that yeah. that specific guy that does it on youtube i can't remember his name but i learned a lot about trigger cities uh, about what trigger cities trigger cities yeah, yeah, yeah so what these are, are particular sort of cities locations around the world that spotify consider them good i guess i don't know um but they, yeah. they essentially they help as soon as you get high numbers in these specific cities they trigger the algorithm you start yeah. getting more um plays with your discover uh discover yeah. weekly radio yeah. um blah 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 blah. and i yeah. know a lot of these ones that you mentioned like singapore even um, jakarta indonesia that was one of the main yeah, cities that and that's why you will see a lot of plays especially for those curators that take their advertisement seriously you will start yeah. to see spikes in plays of what are considered trigger cities yeah and it's very complicated i don't exactly know how it works kind of like with google's algorithm because i dig into seo a lot um there is no solid evidence that any of this actually works um, yeah, no. but it, it does kind of explain a lot of why these locations do appear a lot um yeah. that being said if you start to see a lot of streams from weird i mean i know we've mentioned this before like the whole mount calm thing if you start to yeah. see a lot of streams coming from very specific niche locations then chances are a playlist that you're on is 
bought it. Um, Sussin. Yeah. Sussin, somehow. I mean, Something's I, up. Yeah. yeah. I did fall into one. Um, this was way after like the chill cat thing. Uh, I found that there are a lot of groups on Facebook for playlist exchanges, which I thought were just, um, you know, innocent little things like, oh, I've got a playlist. Do you want to put a track no, on it's actually, playlist? It's pretty, no. pretty hardcore it, shit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's quite um, quite cutthroat. Um, and yeah. innocently, I was like, oh, here's a playlist for new artists. Like, yeah, yeah. do you want to put your track on it? And I was like, yeah, hell yeah. It was free, it didn't cost anything, so I didn't think there yeah. was anything sus about it yeah. until I started to get 6,000 streams from uh, Thailand from women aged over 60. <laughs> 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 and I was, I saw this on my stats and I was shitting bricks. I was like, oh fuck. So I, I managed cool. to get off this playlist. I messaged the person and he was like you need to email this person it was very like cloak and dagger it was like you need to email okay. this knock twice say the password um so i emailed and was like can you just take this track off the playlist it took them maybe a week to do that but by that point my fans also like was rinsed uh, my artist radio disappeared like oh, i was yeah. yeah i was having a fucking panic um and this, it took the whole 28 day cycle of this getting wiped out before um, my fans also like came back. Oh crap. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, I would definitely say like, do you do due diligence before you yes. start throwing your tracks onto playlists and stuff, look into them, yes. see how other tracks are performing. If yeah. you are familiar with the people that are on that playlist, because there's one that goes around called um, Chill yeah. Hill by Mango. They go around a lot yeah. messaging do you want to pay to be on our playlist? You know, yeah. see if there's other people on that to see whether it's actually worth paying. Um, yeah. But yeah, just, I would just advise to be careful. <laughs> because yeah, I mean, you don't it's... want to have your top fans as 60 year olds from Vietnam. I mean, maybe, maybe this guy was like, I don't know. Uh, he found some sort of like sweet, sweet deal in some old people's home in Thailand. Exactly. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's it like, the, all the old ladies in the old people's home had like uh, designated sport bike. It's like play this guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Help you relax. <laughs> oh man, that that was a real tough oh, time. Oh god. But yeah, there, there are. I think yeah. the, the, the to kind of summarize, there are no cheats yeah. to music. Yeah. You can't yeah. cheat your way to the top because what? it's not yeah. genuine. Yeah. Well, let's just say this. Um, I agree to what with what you say and mm. I'm gonna add to there might be cheats but what goes around comes around every eventually you know yeah. you cannot like um, it will just come around eventually because it's like you know people are gonna I mean I think we covered that before like people love people getting fucked especially <laughs> they love seeing people getting fucked they love the drama they love the yeah. controversy they just love shit so especially if you start getting into ahead of the rest of the pack you know uh if you're more successful and you get fucked people will yeah. enjoy that even more so yeah. uh, you don't see anybody trying to poke holes in me or you or anybody else because we just don't give like we don't matter you know what i mean like, yeah. but when a guy like, for example, you know, Kevin Hart, it was his fucking dream to host the, the Oscars, right? Yeah. And then 
as soon as he got the gig, he got canceled because of a homophobic tweet from 10 years ago. And yeah, we all know that how we talk with our friends, like, and you can say that word or whatever, but you know, taking things out of context. And then yeah, what I'm getting at is like, everybody loved to see him fail because he was yeah. getting there, you know? So that's why I think uh, what we said earlier to sum, it, sum up the summary, <laughs> nobody, it didn't make sense that somebody would try to do that to Rohan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's, it, it's, 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 you're not, you're not part of the, you're not even competition. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the sense of like, why would anybody bother with you? Like, why would anybody bother with any of us? Because the whole no, exactly. lo-fi thing, it's like, it's, 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 it's fucking as the French say, it's cacahuete. It's, it's not, it's <laughs> peanuts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it has the word caca in it. What do you expect? It's peanuts. Like, yeah. nobody really gives a fuck about us. So it, it's fine. Um, but yeah, and the other thing that I wanted to add, like in this whole Inquisition thing that we're talking about is that uh, you want to release with the label the best thing that you can do. And this is what I also said to a lot of people in the beginning that they would uh, start asking like question after question. I was like, look, um, I didn't have a document back then to share. <laughs> I wasn't that smart. Um, I said, you can, you know, don't take my word for granted. You can talk to Aaron, John, uh, Francesco, blah, 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 anybody else who released with me. And yeah. they can share from the same level, you know, the artist level with you, the experience, like what is Paul like? What is the label like? What do they yeah. do like whatever? So you can talk to them. Uh, and after, you know, after you have like some sort of an idea, because at the end of the day, you know, but I think people don't do it for the sake of uh, hastiness. And this is like, oh, I really want to get my fucking music out there, man. I have to get it out right now. <laughs> It was like, it's chill, dude. It was like, I don't know, there's like fucking a, a thousand lo-fi tracks released every day. It's okay. You know, you can wait a little bit more. Yeah. Take your time, you know. Uh, maybe you need a couple of weeks to talk to people, whatever. Like, it, it's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not that you're going to, you know, let your millions of fans <laughs> down. <laughs> Real talk. You know, yeah, you yeah. might have millions of streams, but your fans are in the thousands, bro. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or in my case, definitely not in the thousands, even though it says it does. Are you, are you still, are you still, oh yeah, because you have the fake followers. Yeah. Alert. What am I, what am I sitting awesome. at? Uh, 1,868 I mean, 1, followers. Dude. And I think 800 of them are fake. <laughs> dude. Dude. Uh, because we do we pay our due diligence right and we pay our respects uh and to to be the devil's advocate here for mm -hmm. rohan for my from my my boy rohan um if these followers were fake i mean spotify i think the past two years have done uh they do a purge every year yeah yeah so that, if that shit like, was yeah, like yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if, if it's fake, it must be that, that good fake yeah. <laughs> to not go away. Because I think even like in, um, in the last purge that happened, I even lost some followers. I think, uh, how much was it? I think about a hundred or something. 80, 80, it was like, it was a number between 80 and a hundred. It wasn't quite, it wasn't a hundred. 
I think it was like 80, 90 anyway. So I did lose some as well there. Uh, but you had a, a bunch of like, I think, uh, major artists like, uh, I mean, we all know the label by now. Uh, Justin Bieber lost like a couple of million or some shit. Yeah. Like, what? But yeah, hey ho. Um, yeah, no, I agree with what you're saying there. Like, if the, if it was bad, they would have would be gone by now. And yeah. okay, great, but I don't. You know, it would be nice if even ten percent of the one thousand eight hundred fifty nine yeah. followers were yeah. listening to yeah. my stuff yeah. on release radar, and they're not. Exactly. Yeah. So I think this is like. That. It's like you have a lot of inactive in this eight eighteen hundred. You have a lot of inactive followers there. Yeah, but exactly. yeah, yeah. That it's like, yeah. The analogy is like even it's more than it should be. You know yeah. what I mean? So. And I think like that, as I even said in my messages back to him, which I put on my Twitter, like he's taken stuff from me that I can't ever get back. You know, I can't really sit and celebrate hitting two thousand, which I'm probably going to do within the next couple of months because I know that you know half of that are from this whatever happened back back last year um yeah so it, 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 kind of, it kind of bums me out like i get a little email from spotify like oh you've got 1500 i'm like yeah but have i really but yeah um let's move on to something something else because actually what i had planned well before all of this kicked off last week um i did have plans to talk about daily playlists yeah i remember while we're talking yeah, about yeah. um services and stuff yeah um, submit hard daily playlist yeah yeah so i had a bit of a not necessarily a rant about daily playlist but they announced that they were putting out a um a subscription um you could pay i think early bird is like three dollars a month um to have yeah. access to some of their more exclusive features and i was a bit like eh because even mm-hmm. though I've had some, I guess, valuable uh, playlist placements from Daily Playlist for the most yeah. part, uh, yeah. it, it's a lot of of smoke and mirrors, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, because I, I, I saw this like turn pro several times and because, uh, because I'm a legitimate company, there's a lot of shit that I can expense. So for when it comes to me, like that stuff is like business expenses and that like, the two ninety nine or five ninety nine is not as damaging, and I, I thought to myself, you know, maybe I can I can check it out for like half a year or something. It's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing too crazy. However, I wasn't. How should I say? I didn't see any benefit from yeah. the features they offer in the sense of what I would expect. And I have privately messaged them on on Instagram is that I would expect some tweaks in the existing setup. Or if it, this was like part of the pro, I would have considered paying for it in the sense of like some sort of like a filtering in the submissions because the newest to oldest thing is not really helping me a lot. Yeah. But I said at some point, I, think, I don't know, I'm talking to some guy who's managing, whoever manages their social media or Instagram. And I said, I would like, for example, to be able to go to one of my playlists and deal with the submissions on that playlist just that. yeah okay instead of just having this like endless scroll of shit that um if you stay on the top of the page and you start like accepting dismissing stuff and it comes to an end then you need to re- i mean that's the experience that i get and maybe that's like bad ux bad ui whatever like i have to refresh my page to yeah. see the new submissions 
But if I leave, let's say four or five, and then I scroll down, then it shows me the rest, <laughs> generates the rest, which I found a little bit stupid. Like, yeah. And if you uh, scroll, because my, my, the way that I use it, like I will just go in, I would start scrolling forever to get enough, basically, and go through yeah. them. And the more you scroll after like, I think the first 20 interactions you have with tracks, whether you dismiss or whatever, the whole fucking thing gets laggy. Like yeah. and I use, I try to use like four different browsers. I mean, and you know, shit is bad when, when even in Brave, in the Brave browser, it goes caca. You're like, fuck, like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, so you're yeah, no. from more of a curator aspect. Like, yeah, a curator mm -hmm. aspect. Like I think from from the from the artist aspect, I'm extremely uh, disappointed <laughs> in the sense. Of, I think I've submitted so far. Uh, I mean, not gonna lie, I'm submitting a lot in the sense of yeah. like uh, not all the releases, but at least one release per week. You know, keep it keep it relatively yeah. okay. And I would submit it to. I'm not just gonna blindly submit it to the, the people who are in the top. I'm just gonna, you know, go through the playlist. You know, there's some people that um, there's some people that I like. There's some people that I don't like. So I'm just gonna submit it to the people that I want. And I would go maximum ten playlists. Nothing too crazy. And of course, I'm not gonna go for the big ones all the yeah. time. Like fuck it. Um, zero out of zero. It's a big fat zero. Like none of the shit gets accepted. And it doesn't matter if it's even me accepting you know speaking yeah, again yeah. from my from my super high horse like you know who i am bro <laughs> like Fuck it no. seems like it seems like i think you mentioned this uh, in the past as well it's like uh you know people just go in it's like dismiss 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 click 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 yeah. click, click 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 and that's it this is what happens because there's no uh, there's no there's no benefit like you get a fuck ton of, of you know people just follow your playlist back blindly but even if you don't accept their track, this is what I would I would suggest to daily playlist in the sense of like, if a track gets submitted, yeah, and in order for you to submit it, you need to follow blah blah blah, and then it doesn't get accepted, everything should be retracted. But no, that's, I, I, that's a good point because yeah, what you're getting at is the fact that the people are just using it to grow their playlist. Yeah. They don't care about the people submitting, they're just clicking. No. Yeah. No, no absolutely. And, and um, everybody gets fucked, like even for somebody like me and you who do care about the music that we curate, we just go into the same fucking pot with everybody else who just wants to, you know, grow their playlist. Because, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I have a, a couple of big playlists and I'll be happy to get people there that, you know, deserve like some more attention, but whether I accept them or not is the same shit. Like I could be like in like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of what I went to them with because I put some stuff out on Twitter and they were like, oh, send us an email and we can talk. And I'm like, okay. So I popped them an email and it's just like, look, you know, I don't, I understand the reason why you're doing it because for as long as I can remember, you got, you know, daily players has been free. Um, there's been no, no ads. There's been no kind of paywall. It's been very much just a free, free service. Um, so I get the bigger that they, they get, they need to pay for the servers, they need to support their, you know, their team, blah, 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 blah. Um, but, so they've done two things. They've introduced the ability to buy more credits, which I get, 
it's still a bit pricey for the amount of credits that you get, especially compared to uh, like Submit Hub. Yeah. But the subscription, um, it basically gets you on two things. And the first is, uh, da, 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 is their smarter submission feature, which yeah. apparently you put a track and they take all of the work out of submitting. They go to the ones that are most active and most likely to accept. That in itself uh-huh. seems decent, but okay. which I'll get to in a sec because I have their emails. They kind of overestimated the amount that people would take up and they're having uh-huh. to essentially rework it all before they, they roll it out. Okay. The second thing is access to their uh, track explorer, which yeah. is essentially a page that just has a lot of Spotify um, like embeds and mm-hmm. essentially, you know, you can go and, and click through. So I was just like, look, straight up, like, what's the deal? I get that you have to pay, uh, that, you, that you have to earn a living, but you know, how much is this going to be beneficial to to a two artists? Um, And they basically were saying that, you know, we need to implement monetization to run the site. They didn't want to go down the route of premium submissions like Submit Hub and Playlist Push. And they feel like it's a more fairer approach. Um, So I was like... Well, to be be quite honest, the Submit Hub business model is scalable. It's Mm. successful. uh, It's working. Yeah. So... Fair or no fair, uh, I definitely understand the fact that I think they over, they underestimated what, like what you said, they underestimated the amount of people who will jump on it. I think they could have made the price, um, they could have just stayed in this five bucks a month. Yeah. Because, um, and I think this is like another subject that we can talk about is like, um, me as a curator, I'm happy to give a chance to somebody that does not have the audience um, or the proper channel to share mm-hmm. his music if it's good, if it's really good. Or according to my subjective music yeah. preferences, of course. Um, but when you are not, you don't even want to spend a buck on yourself you're essentially asking something for nothing. Yeah. Which I get it. I mean, I've done it for the most part of my life. I still do it. Um, I even know a lot of producers who, you know, they make music for the fun of making music. Uh, not, you know, fuck the money or whatever. It's yeah. Fun. Uh, but when it comes to, you know, curating something, I'm pretty sure that everybody knows by now that this has become it's chaotic yeah like there's so much fucking music and everybody's working their ass off on their music but curators are or as let's say some of us also trying to bust our ass and make sure that at the end of the day i got i definitely have a quota and i can only you know review and listen to that much music because it's not that i don't have a personal life (laughs) even though there are people like that too but fuck it man like um I really hate the fact that I have to say no to this guy and say yes to that guy because that guy sent me like three tracks and I've already accepted one the past week and this guy sent me one but it's really good so I really want to give him the chance you know what I mean yeah it sucks both and because we're human after the after that 
you know, we just think to ourselves like, what do I make out of that? It doesn't have to be necessarily money, but if you're in a platform that offers the sort of like monetization model, then fuck it. So if you as an artist won't spend a fucking dollar in what you do, because I don't know, you don't trust your music that much, whatever. It's like basically you're asking something for nothing. So yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, I think there's there's a lot more thought that needs to put in to from all these, um, you know, services out there, especially, you know, daily playlist or Shmaily playlist or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. Submit Hub solved that problem already. So you just need to walk on an existing solution more or less and you can, you know, sprinkle your personal take on it. Yeah. I think I, I mean I have my own um, thingies with Submit Hub, um, especially a, a based on a campaign I did last week, uh, w- which wasn't even on my own music. Um, okay. And again, my intentions were different compared to what I would do with my own stuff. Yeah. And I found so so basically with with our last label release, it was a lot more kind of like bedroom pop, synth pop type stuff, but less yeah. lo-fi. And what I wanted to do because it's more substantial than an instrumental lo-fi track was to get it in front of people that would. I guess more share their opinions than add it on a playlist. So I was pitching to like blogs and, you know, um, blogs and, and, and websites and stuff. So things like Air Milk, uh, uh, Fashionably Early, uh, a couple of other ones like that. And, you know, very specifically trying to get coverage of the music itself rather than an addition on playlist. And one thing that I found was that of all of the, the ones that we submitted to, I mean, we got one half accept. Apparently, you can do that on Submit Hub now. You can half accept a track. Um, so they did that and put it on a SoundCloud playlist, which, you know, I'm, I'm not going to hand the feeds. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. But the rest of them, they all, they all declined. But it wasn't even a compliment sandwich. It was like, it's good, but it doesn't fit the vibe. Keep it a good work. No. It, I no. kind of felt like what they were doing was they were just scraping the barrel for excuses to say no. A lot of it was like, this is a really good track, love the vibe, love the vocals, love the the flow, but there was, the snare was too loud or something. It's, or like, you know, the drums were a bit repetitive. And I don't know, maybe this is me being a bit butthurt, but I think I can be subjective to that feedback based on with it not actually being my own track. Mm-hmm. that I don't know it just felt like because I know the way that Submit Hub works and that you know people can earn a living from Submit Hub yeah. it felt to me like they were just finding any reason possible to say no because yeah. they still get the money at the end of the day Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I kind of came away a bit bitter based on that and you know like I say it's, it, it wasn't my track it's a track that we have faith in because our label released it but I don't know. I just kind of felt it to be a bit, just a bit cack. I mean, let's, let me grab um, a couple of the. Uh, where are we? Oh, I have to log in. I, I, I hope we're not deviating from from the subject you want to address. Like, sorry, I, I thought I threw no, in it's nice. the mid hop, <laughs> and it's like it's it's a whole podcast in itself. Like, the mid-hop. yeah, no, so, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I just want to quickly. So we did. Um, did do, uh, here we go. Let's try this one. So the track had some cool elements. It was a close call, but it just wasn't connected with it enough for placement. 
has an interesting, strange vibe and genre mash kind of feel to it. It's a unique record, but I'm not wild about the rap all the way. It has a cool, quirky vibe to it, but it's not hitting me 100%. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, how should I say? I always like, um, I get all this kind of like feedback. I think that's the main reason why I stopped submitting stuff on, on, on Submit Hub on yeah. artists' behalf, because um, it's it's distracting in the sense of like I would always get this feedback with a, with a pinch of salt. You know what I mean? Like yeah, in the sense no, of like the, the same way that I said in the beginning, like subjective musical preferences. Yeah, like it's um, I definitely can 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 see through uh, whether something is like a canned response. Yeah, like the one that I I, I send a lot on Twitter. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> Um, or uh, something like you know, that's like more genuinely like a constructive critique. Um, I've tried this like several times, uh, and me being an avid user of Submit Hub or let's say curator on Submit Hub the past two and a half, two years, um, I had to choose between the lesser of two evils, and that was like uh, I chose like the more or less canned response. Yeah. Because every time that I honestly took the fucking time and to provide a little bit of like numbers for the people who are like in the chat as well, is that I would get over the weekend, I would get 40, 40 submissions. I, I'm, I'm doing like the past couple of months, I'm doing weekend mode in the sense of like uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for me are I'm unavailable submit time because I, I I would have taken one extra day as well, but you can only like take out three days. Yeah. Um, and I try to listen to the full track. Like sometimes, yeah, yeah. you know, you, you cannot really skip through it because this affects your uh, credibility as a curator, yeah. which is really great that they implemented something like that because in the, be in the beginning, there was a lot of people who would like just listen for two seconds yeah. and then just cut you off um so i do listen for more than one and a half minutes and i would just try to provide like genuinely genuine feedback like oh you know the 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 frequencies there maybe you should do that or whatever try this yeah. out or tone down the vinyl <laughs> crackle um, because it's overshadowing everything else you don't need compression for your kicks or your snare really slaps and you know, I guess you know constructive critique yeah. in a way. Try that in the in the, the approach of like, try that and see how that works for you. Not in the approach of, if I were you, I would blah blah. No no no. Like, try this, try that. Have you considered this or that? Yeah. And I would get like people would be like, "Fuck you, bro." Yeah. <laughs> give you like one star review or whatever. Um, not that I give a fuck because submit hub is not the real world. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Fuck you. Fuck you. I, mean, I, I um, totally understand that, you know, you can only... And as well, I think this is a, a fault of Submit Hub. I know, you know, it, it's good that they are encouraging their curators to listen to more of the tracks, but they've, they've also kind of made it so that if you accept more than an X amount of percent, I think it's like 10%, that also has an effect on how highly rated you are as a, um, as a curator. And yeah. I think they've kind of now fostered this environment for curators where they have to be picky, like insanely yes. picky, in yes. order to stay uh, valuable.
they have to yes. you know listen to all of the track which yeah that's that's great for, for all of us that you know maybe have a slow build into something that's like insanely amazing yeah. but i think because of all of these little badges that they've now awarded all of their curators they've yeah. fostered this environment where stuff could genuinely just get missed out because yes you know yes for that month oh okay i've, I've hit the threshold of like eight percent accepted so yeah, the rest yeah. of them are just going to go in the bin yeah. um and yeah it's a bit it's a bit sucky but that's is, just what is. i think about uh, submit hub i think a lot of these um platforms where curators can make money um are kind of sus i mean well not sus so I used one a little while ago just to try it, try it out called Muso Soup. I don't know if you've seen that one. What was it, what's it called? Muso Soup. Muso Soup. I don't like soups, I guess. <laughs> um, and again, this one was, it was trying to connect you with playlisters, uh, blog writers, soup. tastemakers, etc., etc. Um, okay. And to begin with, you, you have to pay 20 quid to get start a campaign i was like that's fine 20 quid you know that that, okay, could, go, yeah. that could go places sure. yeah, yeah it was great until i then realized that, <laughs> yeah it was great until i realized the curators then offered you two tiers to accept your music the first oh. was a free tier which was like a shout out all of that crap the second one was to then pay an additional fee on top of that yeah. 20 quid you've already spent to get the stuff that you actually wanted, whether it was uh, blog coverage, playlist feature. Um, okay. I don't know whether you've seen the lo-fi avatar playlist that I think Eldre's on and talks about a lot. Um, no. That That's on MusoSoup and the guy was like, oh, I'll let you have free for three days or mm. you can pay, you know, $20 to be on, on the playlist for a month. Yeah, okay. and I was like, all right, well, Okay, I'll try the free for three days. Um, granted, the playlist did give some good streams in those three days, okay. like some pretty decent streams. Um, but I think the whole fact that I had to pay twenty quid just to get my campaign on there to then yeah. just be met with all of these curators that were like, "Yeah, we want to feature your stuff, yeah. but pay us even more." It was a bit fucky. Yeah. Um, so that's why I kind of with this whole daily playlist thing, I was really just digging into them in in, yeah. um, in the emails and just being like, look, you know, tell me more about yeah. about all of this. Um, you know, so I wanted to see, you know, their their track explorer. What exactly, you know, th- is that beneficial for people for someone to pay six dollars a month? Is it beneficial for them to get their stuff on that? And I think the idea for their track explorer is that people can get feedback in return for credits so they can just go through a bit like submit hub but not being submitted to you directly you can just go and browse through all of the tracks and then play it and then you can write it some some feedback and, and get credits in return they apparently said that um track explorer has been seeing great feedback uh, one track has been placed on there for eight days and has seen 80 reviews with mentions of being added to playlists and saving to personal libraries um and then going back to what i mentioned about their smart submissions thing so the idea Mm -hmm. of that feature was that it takes all the pain of submitting to all of the tracks on daily playlists you just submit it to them and they use their algorithm to determine which ones are more likely to accept you and then it will automatically submit your track to them but Mm -hmm. they said that um in the end they were processing over sixteen thousand tracks yeah (laughs) and the tool wasn't (laughs) built to handle that many tracks so they had to pause it (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think 
this goes back to the um, it's it's the classic classic case study uh, I believe with uh, where where technology in, in general is getting at in the sense of like something comes along like let's say a website like submit hub or like mm -hmm. it has a lot of curators and they try to to foster some sort of like a, an environment and a culture uh, and at the same time trying to keep the business profitable because yeah. we didn't forget that we're talking about commercial companies like you have to make a profit whether you're yeah. like daily players whatever there's like a lot of costs involved not just server costs but also for the people who are behind it like it has to you know it's not a startup that they need to it is kind of like a startup but the difference is like they're not going to run to an angel to secure funding yeah they do it through their user base and it makes sense however like i just find it um uh, a lot less of these services are you know coming across as or they, they come out straightforward and say you know what we run the service we need we have costs for one two three things we need to have some sort of like a subscription fee to, to keep yeah. up. I think in my timeline of lo-fi stuff, the only service that I actually saw doing that is Fortunes, which is yeah. an app. And they said, you know what, guys, it's a free thing, but we need this has to be scalable. It has to yeah. make sense. There's so much data, so much traffic. We need to update this and that. There's a subscription. And I was like, fuck yeah. It's an app that works for me. Of course, yeah. I want to support the developer. You know, I've been doing this for fucking icons on my Android device. Like if I say a good icon pack and it's like two bucks, I'm going to fucking support the guy because yeah. he busted his ass to make like three fucking thousand icons for you. So the least you can do, again, is like pay a little bit and not keep this sort of like something for nothing approach. Yeah. Um, what I see all of them failing and this is not like bad critique for them. I mean, I, I don't have the solution to the whole playlist and curating things. And even if I do, I'm not going to publicly say it. I'm just going to fucking implement it myself, probably with you, you know, throw the idea to you. I was like, figure shit out. Yeah. Um, so, and then make a, a fuck ton of money. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Um, and anyway, um, it's, it's, there's a lot of music that's been produced every day and it's been released and there's a lot of good music that it's been also produced mm -hmm. so there used to be a time you know with every let's say genre or whatever when it first starts is like you know nine out of ten stuff that you listen to is just like uh garage uh garage band uh sound and boom, 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 <laughs> and then some weird shit happening on top. He's like, yeah, fuck, no. Now, there's been like days, there's been weekends that I would get, you know, 40 submissions on SubmitHub, let's say. And, you know, figuratively speaking, the numbers like, let's say 100 submissions. And 80 would be really good, would be yeah. in the, in the, would be in my personal preference. And I'd be like, fuck. And then yeah. immediately as a curator, you're faced with the submit hub rule that says, oh, if you have more, uh, more than eight, 10% acceptance, then eh, you're not considered so cool because you just accept everything. Yeah. I'm like, bro, it's not my problem that everything sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, maybe these motherfuckers figured out what I want to hear and they yeah. make, they make it now. 
fuck, you know, which again falls in another shitty loop of why would you need to make music to satisfy me? Like, just do it for yourself, bro. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's a clusterfuck of like, um, it's it's a it's a weird, you know, it's it's a vicious circle of shit. Like, you know, you, yeah. So my, my what I'm getting at is that it's not so scalable anymore because there's a lot of good music out there. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. There's like, there's more, at least in the genres that we're dealing with or what, you know, I, I can consider more stuff than just lo-fi. Like I would, I would yeah. love to venture to, you know, synth wave or retro wave or like lo-fi house or mm-hmm. cyberpunky shit that I like myself. Again, personal uh, preferences. Um, but these motherfuckers are making a lot of it and good. Yeah. A lot of uh, the good, good shit. And I'm like, fuck, like, what, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, I feel bad mm-hmm. turning people down now. Yeah, no, I'm just like, I do my playlist updates every Monday because I like to give people the weekend. And holy shit, like, I'm getting 40 to 50 a week. Um, and sometimes it's, some of the stuff is just like mind blowing. And then other times, you know, it's not as great. But, you know, like you said, the, the, the bar is constantly getting like pushed higher and higher and higher and higher and higher as it, yeah, as time goes on. And, you know, as these producers that come along, like, I guess I call them like overnight producers that will come out and then they'll all, all of a sudden have a track on, you know, chill beats or something. Um, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> they're once again, they're pushing the bar even, even fucking higher. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's great to see. And I absolutely applaud that more than anything. But at the same time, it's like, oh, give me some room. <laughs> <laughs> but, but again, this goes back to everything that we've been saying at least once, um, an Instagram live or Instacast as we're calling it is that, you know, that success needs to then transform into, you know, fans, which it doesn't in the lo-fi genre. It's not a real thing, man. No. <laughs> it's not fans? a real thing. What? Yeah, exactly. No. Fuck bands. You just need uh, you just need playlists. Yeah. But I mean, uh, on your thing of like starting playlists that, that aren't necessarily lo-fi, like that's something that I've been kind of teetering with my, um, I've got a weekend electro chill playlist, which is more sort of like down tempo, minimal electro. Yeah. Um, and I'm accepting submissions for that as well. But it's it's hard when you're then sitting there listening to like 50 tracks of lo-fi and then you get maybe this one track that has been submitted to that playlist and it can kind of throw you for a loop. <laughs> you can get really like, imagine if you accepted submissions to all of those different playlists as well. You just had a complete mixed bag of like lo-fi, synth wave, you know, techno house. <laughs> You'd lose your mind. I know. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's 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 really like I think it's basically like with everything else, or let's say new technology or whatever. We're really venturing into um, unexplored territory. Like we've never been there before. You know, all this shit is like new because mm. it's just it just happens now. Um, I'm really curious to see how this is gonna you know evolve in the next couple of years. Um, I do definitely have a couple of ideas in, in my head. 
Um, I think, and of course, I'm not going to say them publicly. Uh, one we have already discussed on Discord, and you're um, supposed to be helping me with that finding certain someone. If you remember, like, is it? Is it I want to say like, yes. <laughs> you might say have yes. to remind. You might have to remind me. I'll try Yeah, yeah. Instead. Yeah, I will DM you on Discord. Uh, okay. So. Um, and I definitely want to want to see that you know work, and I think that would be the way, in the sense of like um, becoming a little bit more independent. Yeah, it's. I think it falls within the plan of what we were preaching in our previous lives that you have to work on your thing. Like you shouldn't put too much effort and weight on all this fucking shit that's happening because it's it's I. I think it's just temporary. It's like a sign of the times. Like uh, yeah. today, submit hub. Tomorrow is going to be something else. Tomorrow is going to be something else. It's uh, usually when something good comes out and it works, you immediately see ten, fifty, a hundred clones doing yeah. the same thing. Especially now, where with this fucking internet thing that we are like so connected, and you even fucking see TikTok. TikToks with douchebags talking about oh like you retarded and you have like no skills or whatever. This is how I made seventy bucks in a day. Go yeah. there. I mean, you wait until we start rehashing uh, Sunday roast content for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, she, like I was, I, I got, I don't know, I got triggered last night because I kind of like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to or reboot my TikTok, whatever. I just said I would just start uploading the reels that I upload on uh, the release reels that I upload mm -hmm. on Instagram. I'm just gonna put them there as well. With you know, no second thought, upload, gone. That's it. That's exactly what I do. But it's a fucking like I, I maybe you you experienced that as well. Like the first time that you would turn this thing on, it's a fucking black hole. Yeah, it just sucks you in. It's like you watch a TikTok after a TikTok. It's like what the fuck is happening in my brain? Like, oh, I yeah, I fully um, I'm, I'm that person. And I was like, like no, no, I was sitting there watching crap. it for hours. Like, like I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's, which is not it's it's not good for your brain either because like you're you're transitioning through so different subjects. Like, I think that I I couldn't I'm, I think that's the reason why I couldn't sleep last night. Like, it's I got subjected. <laughs> Dude, I got subjected to it for like, I think a good 45 minutes. Yeah. I, I was just like, next thing I know, like it was like, I think it was 12.30. And I'm like, oh yeah, I got some time to kill. Like, and maybe I can, you know, do some work, like update the website or whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm just gonna chill here in my, in my day bed or night, whatever. And just like, yeah, scroll yeah. through it. Let's see what I can upload, a couple of reels. And I uploaded the reels and then I'm like, Content. <laughs> Content. Yeah. And the next thing I know, like I look at my watch, it's like fucking, it's it's like one quarter past yeah. one. Like I think once, like, once you get the algorithm to know like the stuff that you're interested in, you will be there for hours. Like hours. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I'm like, like producer TikTok, uh, like dog and cat TikTok. For some reason I've been looped into ADHD TikTok. Um, there's like the metal kid TikTok. Um, yeah, there's there's uh, an area for absolutely everything, and once 
you know, their algorithm is like spot on. Like it will, like it will find stuff that you did. Dude, that shit is gonna eat you up and spit you on the other oh, it from does. the I other end. Like I think I burn out. Like the, the iPhone gives you a screen time for the week every every Monday, and I think I'm putting something ridiculous in like seven hours a week watching TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's mind boggling, but yeah, I just I just wanted to say that I was like, what the fuck? Like I kind of like feel I feel my age. Like I'm like I'm getting too old for this shit. Like I cannot yeah. consume it. Like my brain is like it's reaching its capacity, you know, and I'm like fuck it. It, it hurts my brain. Um, but yeah, you know, it's necessary. Well, like, you gotta do what you gotta do. It is what it is. Um, I mean, if you so can yeah. play it right, like TikTok could be a massive platform for your music. Like the amount of people yeah, that have blown yeah. up. You know, going back to El Dre, he was nothing until TikTok. Yeah, yeah. You know what I saw when I logged in? I saw I had a couple of messages and stuff. And apparently, um, you chill. Yeah. You know who that is. They tagged me and they, they actually have like a channel or whatever. So they would upload like a video with our music and it's like oh, I would get tagged. I was like, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Team of, team of experts. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. We have to, we have to figure out, uh, what's the, what, what the phonetic, the, the vocal version of the different capitalization of that is. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. But yeah, no, good vibes. Good vibes overall. Um good thing my headache is off. I mean I did take a pill uh half an hour before. I actually wanted to take it like a couple of hours before we start, so it kinda like kicks in. But then our little one was doing like a, a like a, a siesta and she was kind of like eh, waking up so i went there and just i just fucking died yeah for another hour and a half and i was looking at no, it i was like oh it's quarter past one. Oh yeah it's like, like oh it's through, quarter to one nice, she doesn't have a nice cameo i think she's she got a recorder or something or a flute maybe at some point at some point today was like pretty close of having a cameo like my my um, oh uh, we, we could hear her in the background the whistling was it yeah. Really? Oh, okay. Oh, these these AirPods are really cool. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, the fact is, I think I told you, like the, the house that I'm living in is uh, the fucking walls are are paper. Yeah. So, so it's like somebody farts in the living it. room. I hear it. It's yeah. Fine. yeah. It's the best kind of place to live in. Anyway, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a good a good good chat today um yeah it's been a good chat um, yeah didn't jump i in. think it's it's we're, we're getting more more and more um serious with that shit and we've become more eloquent like we started off with a lot of trash talking and now yeah. we have like proper discussions yeah that's that's you, you fall into your groove don't you we're gonna we're gonna lose fans man we need to no. talk about shit though no you think no, I, I, mean, I didn't. I didn't. Did you? Did you note down uh, my uh, my Instagram follows? No. Before, I didn't so we do the before and after. Uh, no, I, I think. Didn't. Let me see. I think I had. Uh, no, the, we're we're going to get to a point where you're going to be gaining them. We're going to stop the uh, stop the trash talk. We're going to talk like yeah. professionals. <laughs> <laughs> we're professional people, experts. Yeah. <laughs> We're now in civilization type one. So. <laughs>
<laughs> we've gone past the Stone Age. We're now into uh, oh, into the yeah. Iron Age. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. That was like I, I, I cannot get over that nine thousand nine hundred. It's fucking dead. I like, think really I just dead. hit one five. You know, just as we're humble bragging. Nice, 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 nice. Happy yeah, for um, you. Happy for you, bro. <laughs> Want to collab? <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. This is the bit where we try and wrap up and just start talking yes. absolute garbage. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. No, it's okay. Cool. Yeah, so it's been great. Uh, thanks to everybody who's been yeah. with us. It's been a slow start today, but um, we're talking about serious shit, people. So yeah. hopefully there's going to be more controversy stuff. Feel free to send us your favorite subjects that we would like to talk about. I, I'm just sad. <laughs> Subscribe. Wi-Fi Jesus Revolution or whatever his name is hasn't, hasn't really so, done much. He's been, yeah, yeah. I, I saw him, I think, earlier on. He joined even the live. How did he? Uh, maybe, maybe he wanted to join with his real account, not that one. Yeah, <laughs> he was, he was just, just logged in with that one at the time. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think uh, he took a step back. You know, that, that would be a really interesting experiment, actually. If we did like a, in fact, oh God, sh- should I? I have like a 16 minute mix video that I put on YouTube. <laughs> Should I just go and stick that on Pornhub and be like, do you know, sixty minutes of upbeat, upbeat lo-fi to to suck to or something? Definitely. <laughs> See how Definitely. it actually gets. Like, I find See it in the pocket of people that just want to watch. Well, there was think... wasn't that there was that guy that that uploaded a load of videos of him doing really wholesome things. Were and he got really on, popular on Pornhub. Pornhub. Yeah, really wholesome, yeah, it, wholesome stuff. He uploaded things like. Um, like point of view getting home to to your boyfriend and then he just like gets up off the sofa and he's like hi how was your day (laughs) (laughs) or like um like boyfriend hugs girl after a long day at work or something and it was just wholesome like oh you know here you go i mean you know (laughs) even the most expert hardcore wanker masturbator needs a break every now and then exactly. so you might as well stay in the platform you know just watch the wholesome stuff whatever and then when you you know build up the urge to whack it off again you just go for it so. exactly maybe maybe we could offer that sort of niche high, it's niche yeah, that, i mean i would i would definitely break. i would definitely show my bum hole uh for uh, only fans with like i don't know 100 quid <laughs> <laughs> that's not much a hundred kids, not a lot. Yeah, but I know there's a lot of people who want to see my bum hole. So even if it's like 10 of them, dude, that's an easy 1,000 for a picture True. of my ass. And True. is it going to be my ass? <laughs> no, now you're telling everyone the secret sauce. Dude, there's not going to be any sauce on it. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot unsee that now. <laughs> no. Nice, yeah, clean shape exactly. and butthole. Oh, there we go. Already, we got like Saturn, in the, like you know, Saturn J marking. It's like, yeah, take my money. There we go. We got two. That's like well, already two hundred dollars. Squid, dude. Yeah. No, I said, I said pounds. I said. Oh, quid. even better. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. Maybe your shit is gonna be on it, dude. We're definitely on something. Like, come on. I, I could but, do like uh, a cameo as well. Like, oh look, we're, good. we're doing it. Oh god, this is getting weird now. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. Sign up to our <laughs> fans because we're gonna do a collaboration. Yeah, guys, that's the last podcast here. Uh, next up, it's gonna be OnlyFans. Yeah. If you want to see that more of that, you gotta pay for this shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, we, we, nah. we 
to be fair, we still need to discuss whether we're pushing over to YouTube as well. But that's another for another time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Cool, cool. All right. Um, great chat. Uh, thanks everybody again for tuning in. Uh, if you missed it, you're gonna watch it on IGT, IG Live, and yeah, uh, IGTV on YouTube. You're right. Uh, that's courtesy of uh, amazing my amazing friend Aaron, who's doing all the chopping up and exporting and whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Though you should Baller. before before you close it, make sure to yeah. uh, check whether you can actually save it on your phone because no, that's be easier than. No, this one is it's okay. It's, the phone has been plugged in. Uh, no, 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 no. I meant like saving it to your camera roll, so then you can just send it to me rather than me having to download it using a sketchy Instagram downloader. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that, true, that's true. how that's how internet uh, Instagram. That would be interesting because that interesting, was the day. This like, yeah, because this was like the first one that um, I'm actually doing on the iPhone. So yeah. I don't know. I, I will see how the option is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see. If not, I'll just use the, the downloader again. It's fine. Yeah. Either way, it takes fucking forever because each one's like two or three gigabytes. I know. What the fuck? And it's because we talk for so long. No, it's. I think it's like the the quality. Uh, I think now that it's this has been done on an iPhone, I think the, it's going to be probably going to be bigger because the video quality is like really good. Really yeah. Really good. So. Hopefully our audio is the same as well. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck it. What the yeah. fuck? If this doesn't work, then that's going to be the last podcast. I can. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Okay. Um, ta-ta. Ta-ta. <laughs> is that actually how you're ending it? Fuck yes. Ta-ta. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>